for great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts. The TNT Shop is now open at tntradio.live. This is the Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, welcome aboard, everybody. It's four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Wednesday night here on the East Coast of the United States. And you know what day and time it is wherever you are listening to the Steve Malzberg Show um, we're going to be joined um, by uh, uh, a guest at the bottom of the hour, uh, talk a, a lot about the uh, political world. You know, tomorrow's a big debate on Fox uh, between Ron DeSantis and Governor Newsom of California. So two governors. Um, many people feel that Newsom would move in if Biden drops out. Um, we'll see. But good debates are, are going to be hard to come by. I mean, we haven't had Donald Trump in a a Republican presidential debate yet, and he's not going to be on the one next week, in the one next week either. And I'm just reading a story about um, the presidential debates, the League of Women Voters who run it, the whole thing, and how it could be that there will be no presidential debates. Now, if Joe Biden somehow is the nominee for the for the Democrats, you know there's not going to be any debates. Joe Biden can't debate. He can't stand there against a if it's if if it's Donald Trump, he can't stand there against Trump. And if it's Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis, he can't stand there against them. And what defend his record? Are you kidding? Not going to happen. Now, if it's Newsom, it might be a different story. If it's Michelle Obama, I'm sorry, I can't picture her on a on a debate stage unless she is just you know, ignores the questions, basically, um, and just goes into her pre-planned spiels like her husband. You know, her husband, I remember back to uh, the 2022 uh, when Barack Obama went to various cities or states, whatever, during the Senate races in the last couple of days. And his veins were popping. His eyes were bulging. He was good, getting all angry, which is who he really is talking about how the Republicans are going to take your grandmother's Social Security and blah, blah, lies, all lies. Of course, it's lies. Any changes to Social Security would not affect people who are getting Social Security or who are or coming up to getting it. It would be either from a, you know, 30 years old or even before that, some, something like that. So nobody's relatives were going to lose Social Security. Nobody who was about to go on it were going to lose. And they know that because they've been. They, got, they were doing commercials that the Republicans were going to throw grandma off a cliff going back 20 years. And they had a in a wheelchair and they dumped the woman off the cliff. You know, not a real cliff. That's who they are. They lie. They lie. They can't defend themselves on the issues. They're not forced to defend themselves on the issues because the Republicans suck at making them do that. But anyway, back to the debate possibility. It's possible there'll be no debates. And that would be a uh, that would be a big, big, big that would be a big mistake because, uh, you know, we, we need to see debates. I, I think we need to see debates, but it isn't going to happen. OK, I want to I want to focus on um, on something that um, Jimmy Kimmel did yesterday. Now, in the wake of, you know, yesterday we had Horace Cooper. We address that uh, little boy in blackface, half of his face and red face on the other half of his face, the Indian uh, headdress at the Chiefs game in Las Vegas. And it, guess what it turns out? 
part of his heritage is Native American. <laughs> he was on Fox earlier with his father. Cutest little kid, cutest little kid, football player, um, um, you know, huge fan of the Chiefs, obviously. I mean, just just the cutest little, most adorable kid who was slandered and, and accused of being a racist. Unbelievable, right? So in that, and, and Horace Cooper said that, you know, racism doesn't really exist in America anymore, so they have to make things up. We had a great conversation with Horace Cooper. By the way, that statement made news on Real Clear Politics and elsewhere. So that aside, but Jimmy Kimmel was talking, and I bring Jimmy Kimmel up in that context. You'll see why in a minute. Something I talked about yesterday or the day before, I think yesterday. Um, I promised and I will deliver. Um, Kimmel was talking about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden, through his lawyers, has said, I'll come and testify before Congress. You ask me whatever you want, but it's got to be in public, before a microphone, on television, in public. Now, he's already been subpoenaed to be deposed behind closed doors like everybody else. Uh, maybe eventually he'll have to do it in public, but but that's not what he's not calling the shots. He's got to do what he's told. So this is an attempt to make the Republicans look bad, saying, oh, what are they hiding? They don't want him to. And of course, Jimmy Kimmel. I don't know if you read the talking points. I don't know if he writes the talking points. I don't know if he ever sees any talking points, but it's not brain surgery that someone like him would come out with something like this. Here is cut number 328. Hunter Biden may be heading to Congress. He said, Hunter said he is willing to testify before the House Oversight Committee, but only if it's televised. He wants to do it in public, preferably nude in a hot tub, <laughs> smoking an unfiltered cigarette with a hooker. But he's, his legal team wants him to testify out in the open, but Republicans don't want that. They don't want it on TV. They're like, if we don't do this behind closed doors, how are we supposed to make stuff up? <laughs> The chair of the Oversight Committee, it's really, it's something else. James Comer, the man who runs the Oversight Committee, says Hunter Biden's trying to play by his own rules instead of following the rules required of everyone else. That won't stand with House Republicans, which is, of course, hilarious for about 10,000 different reasons, especially from James Comer, who went after Joe Biden for giving his brother a $200,000 loan. Turned out he did the same thing for his own brother. So it's really amazing, even though we see no evidence and they've seen no evidence that Joe Biden had anything to do with this. Hunter and the laptop, this will not go away. Joe Biden could become the first president ever to get impeached because his son didn't have Apple Care. Okay. I don't see how any of that's funny. I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, but we're all going to watch Jimmy Kimmel, okay? Yesterday I talked about how the left gets a pass that no matter what they do, no matter what they say, no matter who they are, if they do something that's egregious or whatever, they, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Well, this happened. Okay. This happened. I've played you in the past the sound of this, but if you're watching the show live right now, you could also see it. So I think it's important uh, because it's, uh, and this is what I talked about yesterday. And I said, I'm going to get it for you. And I got it for you, baby. So here it comes. Um, this is Jimmy Kimmel. Um, on a different show that he used to do. And he was imitating, dressing as, had black face, black arms, black body, 
uh, as Carl Malone, the former NBA superstar, and listen to the despicable voice and the whole despicable blackface, quote unquote, that he gets away with because he's on the left. Here's cut 329. Sometime at night, Carl Malone look up in sky and say, what the hell going on up there? Do UFO live on other planet, phoning home like E.T.? Carl Malone read on TV about white people getting deducted by alien, sticking all kind of hell up their butt. And that's a damn thing. Now, Carl Malone never seen no flying saucer himself, but if he do, that's going to be a spooky time. That's why Carl Malone say, government got to step up and give 102% to keeping them little green men off this here earth. Because the day them dudes stick something up Carl Malone butt, that's going to, well, that ain't going to be no good time for nobody. Especially Carl Malone butt. Listen up, E.T. You better stay the hell back. Nanu, nanu. Until next time, this here Carl Malone. I mean, dressing in blackface is even one thing. Talking like that. I, 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 you know, I'm not advocating necessarily for the guy's career to be over. But if he were a conservative, his career would be over. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. That's Jimmy Kimmel. That was a long time ago. But nonetheless, it's your man. I think he apologized. Maybe fairly recently or whatever. I don't know, but he did it. He did it. And it's a double standard. I, obviously, it's a double standard. Okay. Now, that's not the only thing he did. He dressed as Oprah and portrayed Oprah as abusing her maid, her, her help on the treadmill, like she exercised by standing on the woman. Here we go. He did it. We'll show it. This is cut number 330. My body is my temple. That's why I start every morning with a brisk aerobic workout. But I can't do it alone. Workouts are easier when you have a partner. My workout partner is my maid, Marguerite. Marguerite's soft brown stomach protects my knees and ankles from unnecessary wear and tear. Not too much longer, me sopra, okay? Ah! That means shut up in Spanish. 15 minutes a day is all you need to get your heart rate up to where Please, Miss Sopra, you're crushing my... Oh! <laughs> Sorry, Miss Sopra. Remember, ladies, strong mind, strong body. I'm Oprah Jimfrey. <laughs> I mean, you know, there you go. There you go. Could you imagine? I I'm trying to think. I don't know, someone on Fox doing that or the Carl Malone or someone, uh, you know, a conservative, uh, you know, if Tucker Carlson had ever done that, even, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. Can you imagine that he still would have been around, that you would have known the name, that he would still be out there? Now, again, I'm not calling for anything. I'm just saying it's only because Jimmy Kimmel is a, you know, a wacko leftist. And as long as you're a wacko leftist, what again, what you just saw did not happen. It didn't happen. He hosts whatever the hell he hosts, the Academy Awards, the whatever, the Emmys, the Grammy. I don't know what he hosts, but they still pick him to host that even on top of this. 
How? How is that possible? Well, we've come to learn a lot about the left, right? We've come to learn a lot about the left. I mean, look at the anti-Semites marching through the streets. These are leftist groups on college campuses. Everywhere you go, tearing down posters of kidnapped children. They're leftists. They're people on the left. Chuck Schumer, the majority leader of the U.S. Senate, who I, over the years, have have, have criticized on, on Twitter and on the air for remaining silent as Jews in New York City have been victimized by anti-Semitic attacks in parts of Brooklyn, where Schumer is from, for by, by, by African-Americans usually, for being Jewish and to dressing up at, you know, and making it obvious as Orthodox Jews. And I've said, where's Schumer? Where's Schumer? What's wrong with Schumer? And so today on the floor of the Senate, he gave a speech on anti-Semitism. And everything he said was true, that this isn't just anti-Semitism. This is above and beyond. This is the, what we're seeing in this country and around the world, but forget the world. What we're seeing in this country is a whole nother issue. And he called out leftists. He called out those on the left that you that he said that we might have thought were on our side. We've now, I'm paraphrasing, we've now found out they're not. And it's not just about on the side. It's not, it's not just about land. It's not just about a political issue. Those on the left, not all of them, but the ones who are marching and pulling down posters and everything else, they're using this as an opportunity to exhibit unprecedented forms of anti-Semitism, unprecedented in this country. So we're in, you know, we're in a, a, a situation. Uh, we got to. Um, OK, I, I just want to see this for a second. Oh, we have news from the Daily Caller breaking that uh, former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has I want to get this straight. So as soon as this uh, comes up, here, here we go. Yep. Uh, that the former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger has passed away at the age of one hundred years old. More details to come. Wow. That's uh, that's amazing. And, and Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter's uh, uh, wife, just passed away. Uh, services were held and, and funeral. And of course, she passed away at 96. Um, it's good, good, long, good, long lives. But uh, we'll, we'll get you more on Henry Kissinger uh, as it becomes available. But that's just just breaking right now. Um, OK, so let me um, anyway. So let me let me move on again. Double standard. Uh, it's and, and, and what the left is doing now. They're showing their true colors. They're showing who they are. The groups that, you know, that Democrats vote for, think that they're cool, they're on their on their side. And Jewish people think, you know, oh, of course, they're on the left. They're uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not only are they anti-Semitic, many, 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 many of these groups and marchers and poster terrors are pro-Hamas. And there's a big difference between being, you know, pro-Palestinian rights or land or whatever, statehood, and pro-Hamas. Because we're told that Hamas doesn't represent the Palestinian people. Aren't we told that constantly? Aren't we told that, oh, the people in Gaza really hate Hamas, but they're, oh, you know, West Bank, they wouldn't let Hamas in. They, 
one, and I've cited one the other day, I'll cite them all again if you want, show overwhelmingly the Palestinian people agree with Hamas. Okay, so it's not black and white like the media portrays it to be. But of course, because I just said, Jimmy Kimmel never said what he said. Cory Booker, sitting senator, never said he wanted to punch us. sitting president, Donald Trump in the face. Never happened. None of this ever happened. Biden never said he wanted to take Trump out behind the gym and beat the crap out of him. Never happened. OK, so you get it. OK, let's um, move on here. Um, is this 332? Yes, it, it happens to be. OK, so this is a BLM activist. He's the um, uh, the founder of BLM um, in Rhode Island. He was on Fox. His name is Mark uh, Fisher or Fischler. You'll see in a second. And he's talking about endorsing Donald Trump. Here is cut number uh, three thirty two. You know, we've been used and abused for so long that party. They don't value our vote. Uh, their policies are basically um, racist policies. And I believe it's a racist party. Donald Trump, is he's the opposite. He's hes going to tell you how, how it is. He's going to give it to you straight. Trump has done more for the black community than I can, any president I can think of in my lifetime. And he's not alone in his criticism. President Biden faces dismal approval numbers among black voters in key swing states. I think personally, it's the duplicity of the Democrats, mm. the hypocrisy. Um, we're not stupid. The brothers are not stupid. We, we understand when someone's for us and when someone is not. And it's obvious that the Democratic Party is not for us. Yeah, I, I can't. Their, party, their, their policies actually strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. They do strike at the heart of the black family and the nuclear family. Now, I don't know anything about this guy other than how he's been presented here and his affiliation with BLM. And he says he's still affiliated with BLM, but he's right. He's absolutely right about the, the left's policies and how it affects the nuclear family and, and, and how, you know, <laughs> no, no race is monolithic. But the, the African-American community, the Hispanic community, Latinos, they're, they're family oriented. There's tradition there. And, and everything the Democrats do tears apart, rips apart and dismantles the family structure. And exactly what he's saying is exactly true. There's more. Here's cut uh, 333. I just think that it's going to take information. A lot of people are misinformed. They don't really understand because they don't educate themselves on, on Donald Trump as a person and his history. Um, but if they do that, and it's going to take, you know, leaders, educated leaders, getting the word out there. Um, I think that it, it'll happen on its own and it'll be organic because um, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like if, if a real man? How could you not? relate to someone like that. <clears throat> yeah, he, he watches every morning, so I'm sure he's cheering a, a, as you're saying this. We looked at some of the polls for Trump over uh, over Biden in the battleground states. In 2020, it was 8%. Now in 2023, he has 22%. And that's just not black men. So uh, election, the election is right around the corner. If you had the opportunity to talk to the former president, I'm sure he's watching right now. What would you tell him? Call me. I'm my cell phone, man. I'll stop for Trump. <laughs>
I'll stump for Trump. Call me on my cell phone. There you go. And those numbers are devastating for the Democrats. 8% of the vote for, for Trump in those key swing states in 2020 and 22% uh, right now. Yeah. So um, Henry Kissinger and um, he, he has passed away. Uh, we, like I said, we'll get to more of that uh, later on. I want to go back in time again, just as I did with Jimmy Kimmel. This is an African-American man affiliated with BLM, trouncing the Democrats and praising Trump. How could you not love him? He's great. He's this. He's that. Well, Jesse Jackson said the same thing. I know he's a racist now. I know he's a Nazi now. I know he's an anti-Semite now. I know he's Mussolini now. I know he's always been a racist. He's always hated blacks. Blah, 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 blah. What I'm going to show you now never happened again. Never happened. 1999. Okay. Jesse Jackson talking about Donald Trump, who he will introduce shortly. And um, just listen to Jesse Jackson in 1999. Cut 334. I now want to bring forth a friend who has, uh, well, he is deceptive in that his social style is of such one can miss his seriousness and his commitment for the success is beyond argument. Uh, when we opened this Wall Street project and we talked about it, he gave us space at 40 Wall Street, which was to make a statement about our having a presence there. Uh, and uh, beyond that, in terms of reaching out and being inclusive, he's done that too. When I ran for the presidency uh, in 84 and 88, and many others uh, thought it was either laughable or something to avoid, he came to our business meeting here in New York because he has this sense of the curious and a will to risk to make things better. And so aside from all of of his style uh, and his um, pizzazz. He's a serious person who's an effective builder of building for the build of people. Who is he talking about? Who, the, the racist? The bigot? The Nazi? Mussolini? Hitler? Donald Trump? Who's always hated blacks? Really? But again, folks, never happened. Don't repeat this. They'll lock you up. They'll put you in a funny farm. Never happened. And neither did this. Cut 335. And so aside from all of, of his style uh, and his um, pizzazz, he's a serious person who's an effective builder of building for the build of people. Last year, he was a part of our workshop, of our panel workshop on what are the challenges and opportunities. And so this, a year later, Donald Trump, uh, for a few minutes, challenges and opportunities to embrace the underserved communities. Donald Trump. I will tell you, a large percentage of the people, and especially in construction, that are building these great jobs are black and minorities, and I'm very proud of it. We have uh, close to 25%, and I think the number's going up. And 
they do a great job. There are no better builders than we have in New York, and a big percentage of that is black and minority folks. So I just want to thank everybody in the room for being here. I look forward to some questions, and then I don't know how we're ever going to leave this building today, because if you look outside, it is terrible. But we'll figure a way. There's always a way. And thank you, and thank you, Jesse, and congratulations. I told you yesterday it was a snowstorm in New York City, 1999. He showed up. That's what he was talking about. I don't know how we're going to get out of here. Um, nothing but praise from Jesse Jackson and the other black leaders and people. I think Sharpton was sitting on that stage. It ne- I'll do I'll do Joe Biden. It never happened. Remember, got to be careful what you hear on this show, what you see and hear with your own eyes and your own ears, because it never happened. And if you repeat it outside of here, can't guarantee what they might do to you. You know what I mean? Liar, wacko, sicko, sure, right, yeah, okay, right, okay. Wow, okay. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I'm Steve Malsberg. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, I got a great email. And you could email me too. Steve Malsberg at tntradio.live. And a gentleman named, don't tell me, a gentleman named Peter uh, from Sydney, Australia, emailed me and said something. I'll tell you what he said later. And I'll play something that he referenced. And I'll tell you what I said to him. Ooh, so many things going to go on later. It's so exciting. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT Radio Vision. I was such a young age. Everything changed. My name is Chloe. When I was 13, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. When I found out, I just didn't know how to react. I felt like everything was just kind of closing in on me. It just became a routine. Dad's doing chemo. I'd come home from school, wait for mum to finish work, and we'd go straight to the hospital, spend a few hours there, just draw. It was hard to navigate going to school. Hundreds of kids, and I was the only one with a dying dad. He was diagnosed in March, and then he died in October. Towards the end, I heard about canteen. It kind of felt nice to know that they had other people like me. They understood what I was going through, and we didn't even have to chat about cancer. In 2020, I became a youth ambassador, so I can help others the way they helped me. I've done so many things since I was 13. I've graduated high school, university, gotten my license, made a move across the country. Life now is just a whole lot more fun. Please give a gift today to support more young people like me experiencing cancer. You ever heard of a polyp? Sounds like a rare species of toad. Actually, it's a lump that grows inside me, your bowel. Look, I'm pretty sure if you had a strange lump growing on your forehead, you might get it looked at, right? But when they're growing inside me, nothing, nada. And the polyps I get can lead to Australia's second deadliest cancer. So, until there's a way to make them grow on your face, it's up to you to get me looked at. Got it? It's time to switch on today's News Talk Radio. Very entertaining. Yeah. TNT. All right, folks, uh, you've done that. And we are here. We're back, Steve Malsberg. And as promised, uh, we are joined right now, once again on the show, I'm very happy to say, by my friend Ford O'Connell. He is a GOP strategist, lawyer, conservative TV radio commentator. You've seen him. You know him. You love him. Ford, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Always good to be on with you, Steve. 
Well, I appreciate that. All right. So let's let's talk about uh, a few things here. First of all, tomorrow um, there's going to be a debate on uh, on with Hannity on Fox with um, the governor, two governors, governor of California, Gavin Newsom and the governor of Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis. Um, You know, Trump has already attacked it, blah, 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 blah. But that aside, what do you expect from that? Look, it's California versus New York. I just don't think that there's a lot for DeSantis to gain from this debate. I mean, right now, everybody in the Republican primary is trying to get oxygen because everything's taken up with what's going on with Israel and Hamas, what's going on with Joe Biden, what's going on with Donald Trump. I will say this, though. Obviously, DeSantis has a lot more to lose in this debate than than Gavin Newsom does, because frankly, if, if you look at the Republican primary right now, basically, Gavin Newsom has a better shot of being the Democratic nominee than anybody in the Republican field not named Donald Trump. So this is a big moment for Ron DeSantis. Do I think it's going to move the needle? Probably not. So, OK, so so let, let's talk about because of what you said. At, what do you think? And we may have discussed this last time you were on, but that was well over a month ago and, and things have changed. Um, well, actually, nothing's changed. The polls stink for Biden um, and they continue to stink. And I think what he, he said uh, several, a couple of weeks ago, um, eight of the polls he's seen. <laughs> that's two. Eight of the polls he's seen show that he's beating Trump in those swing states. I don't know what he's looking at or what they're showing him, but. I mean, do you think that when push comes to shove, it's going to be Joe Biden or do you think it's going to be Newsom? And if it's Newsom and I, I, how, do, how do they get what do they do with Kamala exactly? Well, I, look, I think they're going to ride and die with Biden as long as possible. And essentially, if they do make a change, it would be somewhere around the convention. I don't know what they would do, because to your point, Steve, you'd have two people from California, Newsom and Harris. And really, the Democrats have boxed themselves in on this one because Kamala Harris, as we know, is the worst rated vice president in polling history. And they can't get rid of her because they need the African-American vote out in full force. So they're going to lose to Donald Trump. Well, of course, the African-American approval rating of her is less than it is of Joe Biden. Uh, And 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 um, by the way, um, you know, she's she's like you said, she's so unpopular. And in a head to head, Democrats would go Newsom uh, in a second. So I I wonder, you know, if Barack Obama, who's running the show, in my opinion, if he'll probably promise her that she'd be a Supreme Court nominee or they'll come up with something because she doesn't have a shot in heck if she's the nominee or to be the nominee if Biden drops out. No way. So they're going to have to think of some excuse and then give her something down the line or, or whatever. So let's 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 switch over to the, the Republican side. And you're right. I mean, this is big for DeSantis uh, tomorrow. Um but, you know, I'm hearing so much about Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, um, big billionaire donors didn't go to DeSantis recently. They went to Haley, um, Karl Rove holding up his chart. And if Trump doesn't get 50 percent now, when Haley has a strong second place finish and anything could happen and blah, blah, blah. Um, where do you think we are? I mean, is it solid Trump, no matter what happens in Iowa? I mean, I, I mean again, if Trump loses, that's a different story. But if Trump wins, uh, whether it's 48 percent, 42 percent, 53 percent, if Trump wins uh, in Iowa and whatever, is does anybody else have a shot at this point? No, if he wins Iowa, the Republican uh, primary will be over. I mean, he has right now about a 90 percent shot of being the Republican presidential nominee. It's a far higher shot to your point 
than Joe Biden has the, being the Democratic presidential nominee. I mean, the only thing that really could derail it is some sort of legal thing that we don't know about that they're going to try to launch out there. I mean, and the reason why I say that is real. Uh, Sean Trendy of Real Clear Politics made a really good point about Donald Trump, something the establishment of the Republican Party would say, well, he can't win if he's the general election nominee. He pointed out that when you look at the national polls and the state battleground polls, Donald Trump is in a better position polling-wise than he's ever been. Not in 2024 or ever while running for president. When you recognize this, it also tells you exactly how weak Joe Biden is. Donald Trump's going to be the Republican presidential nominee. And the only question is, is, you know, what happens in these six swing states? Yeah, well, yeah, that 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 is a good question. When it comes to the uh, the and, and you know, and we're a year away, and not a year away from this choice having to be made, but um, I, I think any talk of Tucker is uh, is out of the question. I had Dick Morris a few weeks uh, last week at one one point, and for what it's worth, he said that he's told Trump just let, forget the Dick the, the whole Tucker Carlson thing. I don't think that was ever serious. I could be wrong, um, but he he did say that he likes um, Lake. Um, Morris is telling Trump to go with Lake uh, from Arizona, and I'm thinking, I, I just don't think you know Trump and a and a TV newswoman really is 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 the answer. I mean, there are good people out there that would have mass appeal and are qualified if something happened to Trump, more qualified than Lake. What, what do you think as far as a, a, a VP pick goes? Do you think anybody on that stage next week with the third debate without Trump, does, does anybody on that stage have a chance of being number two on the ticket? Look, I never say never, but I, you look at it from Donald Trump's perspective. You have to look at this. We're not in the Dick Cheney era or or the George H.W. Bush era where the vice president really is the second in command. What the vice president is now is basically what I call the super press secretary because Kamala Harris has been so terrible. You have to have someone who's going to drive the message for the president, but also not show up the president. That's why I don't think it's going to be Carrie Lake. I'm a big fan of Carrie Lake, but I don't think it's going to be her. Could it be somebody else? Like, I dare I say this? I can't believe I'm even going to say this on your show. Could it be someone like Nikki Haley? That's always a possibility because at the end of the day, you're going to want, in an ideal situation, a woman who meets the qualifications that Donald Trump's looking for. Because, you know, as much as the media likes to say that the, the Republicans have a female problem, let's be honest, the Democrats have a male problem. So that's kind of where we are. Yeah, that's absolutely true. We're, we're talking to Ford O'Connell here on the Steve Malzberg show. And um, what is it? Is it, is it Ford O'Connell? Give me give me your website, by the way. Um, FordOConnell.com. So F-O-R-D. I thought it was dot com. I, 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 yeah. Yes. OK, good. And uh, we're not finished yet, though. So uh, let, let me let me you know what the media is doing to Trump. Based on and, and you know, Morning Joe, Morning Joe's show, Ford should come with a disclaimer every time they open him and Little Mika. And I know she's probably as tall as him, but every time Little Mika and Joe speak about Joe Biden or Donald Trump, a little graphic should go up saying her brother works for Joe Biden or his brother-in-law works for Joe Biden as the U.S. ambassador to Poland. Because it, I mean, I, I don't think it would change how they what they think or how they talk. But it should be there because it's it's an obvious conflict of interest. Having said that, um, everybody, they're attacked. All of a sudden, he's not competent. All of a sudden, he's the same 
incompetent that Joe Biden is because he keeps saying I'm running against Obama. Now, maybe he flubbed it once or twice, but he's explained that because like me from 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 before Biden was even uh, once Biden was the nominee, I said Obama put him there like me. He thinks that Obama's running the show. But based on that, the entire freaking media and left is saying, oh, the Demet Trump, oh, the dementia, oh, they talk about Joe Biden. Yeah, we talk about Joe Biden because the incidents are like a thousand to one. Look, the the entire media complex, if you will, apparatus, the Beltway media, New York media, whatever you want to call it, is essentially in the tank for Joe Biden. And they're looking at the same polls we are. They recognize they're villainizing Trump because they recognize he really can win in 2024. And they look at the two biggest flaws that Joe Biden has. You got about 71 percent of Americans who say Joe Biden is too old to serve another four years. And then you've got Bidenomics, which is a dog with fleas. Only 32 percent of Americans approve of Joe Biden on the economy. And who can blame them? Prices have gone up 17, 18 percent. When you look at the essentials, rent, energy, uh, groceries, they're all 20 plus percent. And you look at the history of presidents losing, incumbent presidents losing, there's always been one thing in common, whether it's Jimmy Carter, George H.W. Bush, if you have a recession or a major economic downturn, you're toast. Yep, absolutely. All right, let let me give you one more on Biden, and then I just want to switch over to a few, uh, one other thing. Um, the, The White House Christmas decorations last year, there was a big, um, probably after the fact a little, a big uh, to do from the, probably the right in the media um, that the Christmas stockings that were hung, um, all the grandchildren, not Hunter Biden's uh, disputed daughter, if you will. It's his daughter and it's it's Biden's granddaughter, but they didn't hang a stocking for her and they avoided addressing the question. And then he mentioned her several months ago in when there was controversy was heating up, he mentioned her and all's great. So this year, from what I've read and seen, they ain't got no Christmas stockings up for the grandkids. That's one way to avoid the whole thing. They, they didn't put the Christmas stockings up. But I hear they have a statue for one of the dogs that he doesn't even have anymore that bit everybody. It's it's insane. So he's still, I believe, not willing to acknowledge that granddaughter outright and figuring, well, let's just not acknowledge any of them and then we'll get away with it. Look, this is who Joe Biden is. The media has told you that he's some nice guy and he's malicious and nasty. And he only got re- reinvented basically under Barack Obama. Now, you're absolutely right. You know, they didn't hang the Christmas stockings. This is a snub again to the to the seventh grandchild. But think about this, Steve. They were in Nant- they were in Nantucket over Thanksgiving. And guess what? They only brought six grandchildren there, too. This is exactly who Joe Biden is. And the fact of the matter is the media lets him get away with it. If Donald Trump tried anything like this, we would be Uh, having Gate for months. And I'll tell you what, Jill Biden is just as complicit in this stuff, I, 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 I believe, because I don't I don't think she doesn't come across to me as a very nice person and for letting our husband go through all this. I just think she likes the perks that go with the job. Okay. So uh, let me, let me, let me, uh, and that is, um, that is the, the U S aid to Israel and Joe Biden, his stance on Israel. And, uh, you know, he came across at the beginning as this Israel's got to do what they got to do and blah, blah, blah. And now today, today, Biden 
said and his uh, secretary of state said, oh, Israel can't go into the south if they resume because now it's too crowded and there'll be too many injuries and, and Israel can't do this and Israel can't do that. And then you have Democrats, Democrats, senators saying some Bernie Sanders, Chris uh, Murphy and, and others saying it's not a lot, but it's enough that any aid to Israel has to be conditioned that Israel can't do this and Israel can't do that militarily. I mean, since when? I mean, I know we give them three billion a year, but you know what? We give Egypt a billion a year. We give uh, other Arab countries close to that or less a year. Uh, and, you know, we've given Ukraine. If you gave Israel a three three billion a year for their entire seventy five years existence, it wouldn't equal what 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 Ukraine has already gotten. And I don't see any preconditions on them. So what the hell is going on here? Great question, Steve. And it's very simple. Just look at the latest Gallup poll and you'll realize that only thirty six percent of Democrats approve of Israel's handling of, of Hamas. And you don't need to know any more than that. And look, let's let's be clear about Israel. Israel is America's top military ally of any country in the entire world. And here's the problem with Hamas. Not only do they not ne negotiate fairly or not known to negotiate fairly, they're terrorists who are bent on destruction and chaos, and they have no value for human life, whether it be Palestinian human life, Israeli human life, or American life. America needs to wake up. But what's quite clear here is, how is this position within the Democratic Party become where they side with Palestine and Hamas over Israel? And I'm gonna tell you, it's the social justice brainwashing that's gone on this country. When you look at America, look, anti-Semitism is a global problem, but it's also a major problem in America. The majority of hate crimes in America are against Jews. And yet the media Always. doesn't want anyone to know anything about this. Yeah, well, of course. And when the administration talks about anti-Semitism, which you're right, year after year, I, I urge people, go look at the FBI statistics, Google it every Don't single year. Don't worry, the Biden folks are going to stop producing those because when when people actually wake up and see those statistics i mean we're not talking like oh the most against jews we're talking about almost 60 percent so it's every other yeah. group combined they want to stop right every right, other right. they want to stop jewish hate people will think it's against gays or lesbians or or trans or or or, or, or uh, muslims and it's not it, it's not i mean they get some but like you said but but now it's gone up 3 2 3 400% and it's all it's a, and, and not 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 same kind of anti-semitism really dangerous scary bad anti-semitism and uh, there's got to be a peak somewhere and and you know what jews who vote democrat i'm sorry to say i believe they'll still vote democrat it's still vote it's really unfortunate. You know, the, the craziest thing was what happened recently in that Oakland City Council meeting. I mean, this is supposed oh. to be a aggressive haven. And what are they out there saying? They're saying that October 7th was was a made up hoax and that essentially, you know, they're going to defend Hamas to the hill. And this is what I'm talking about. Remember, under social justice propaganda, there's only two types of people. There's victims and oppressors. And because Israel is not a left-wing social justice cause, they're going to call Israel oppressors when the entire world and the UN oppresses Israel more than anybody, any other country in the entire world. Not only that, I'd like to see the, 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 the gay and lesbian and feminists or whatever groups there are go to uh, the Middle East and see what happens to them in some Arab countries, not in Israel, but in the other. It, 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 it's it's mind boggling because it makes absolutely no sense. Donald Trump said that if he if he's president 
if you're here on a student visa and you know and you're supporting a terror a, a united states recognized terrorist group uh then you're out of the country and i don't blame them i mean if you're supporting a terrorist group then you know if it was the right wing if these were trump supporters with red hats and MAGA hats, half of them would be in jail by now, right? Well, that's exactly right. And, and look at 62% of the anti-Israel uh, protests in this country have been on college campuses. And I think that a lot of Americans would be shocked to find out, say at MIT, where it was one of the worst, one third of the MIT student body is foreign born. And the bottom line is, if you're going to threaten Americans and you're not going to play by the rules, then you should be deported. No other country bye bye. would allow this to go on. Absolutely. Ford, I, I, I love talking to you, man. And I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I can't wait till uh, God willing, 2024, uh, as we get closer to the the, the election and, and just in general to speak to you again. Thank you for your time, as always. You got it, my friend. Take care. Be well. Take care. OK, ladies and gentlemen, um, great conversation uh, with my buddy Ford O'Connell, who I've I've had the uh, privilege of uh, knowing and interviewing for many years, many years. I know I'm 23. How, could, how many years could it have been? Okay. All right. Uh, we have one final segment left in the hour. And I can't wait to fill you in on, as I mentioned earlier, the email that I received, what the emailer said to me, what I was thinking last night. And oh, it's just too complicated. You'll hear it and see it. I'm Steve Malsberg right here on TNT Radio Vision. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. I really don't like picking on the company I used to work for. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the people I forecasted with there, and that was at AccuWeather. And in the old days, AccuWeather was like playing for the New York Yankees of weather. It was just unbelievable. It was like the world's greatest forecasters under one roof in State College, Pennsylvania. But some Something has turned around over the past 10, 15 years. I think it started with the Weather Channel first, and now AccuWeather is all in on anything that has to do with global warming. Now, there's a recent blog that they put out, and the headline is, NOAA reports declining snowpack means worldwide food disruptions. This is the headline from NOAA. It's a UPI article. Naturally, AccuWeather is more than happy to promote this. In fact, all the media is more than happy to promote there's just one problem. It's not true. Food production globally has been going up. In addition, we can cherry pick the snow cover. For instance, in the autumn, the northern hemisphere, where most of the land is, snow cover is going up. In the winter, it's going up. It is true in the spring, it's declining. Which, now let me get this straight. If there's less snow on the ground in the spring, don't you have a chance to raise more crops? And when you actually look at what food production's doing, it's steadily increasing every continent across the globe. Yet what does the headline say? And I can't blame, let's say, the Weather Channel or AccuWeather or whoever wants to just parrot this for the actual article. What I can say is, why don't you research it? Why don't you look and say, well, wait a minute, the food production is going up, the snow is going up. And a little bit of intuition here. Again, if spring is coming a bit earlier, isn't that good for growing food? This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. My character, Shazam, knows all about growing up in a family full of teenage superheroes. They're bold. Where's everyone going? To fight crime. Okay. Adventurous. Shazam! There's never a dull moment. 
And no matter what happens, they'll always have your back. All they need is a place to grow and be themselves. And the best part is, you don't have to be a superhero to adopt a teen. Learn more about adopting a teen from foster care. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. You're with Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So a funny thing happened uh, during last night's show when I was playing Sonny Hostin. And uh, it's Sonny Hostin and The View and some of the remarks they were making. And I, 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 I don't remember exactly what I said, but I remember at the time thinking because of what I was saying about lies and whatever. And, and I remember thinking uh, that, and there were other clips as well, that Seinfeld, it's not a lie if you believe it's the truth. I, re- I remember thinking that. And I almost said it. But I figured that, nah, yeah, whatever. I don't have the cut to play for you or show you. So that's not worth it. So I go on my email. And again, the email, you could email me at stevemalsberg at tntradio.live. So I, I got a great email from um, a gentleman in uh, Sydney, Australia, named Peter, who loves the show. Thank you, Peter. And he said, why don't you play... Uh, you know, he referenced yesterday and said, uh, why don't you play George Costanza from Seinfeld that it's not a not a lie if you believe it's true or if you believe it. And I said, wrote back to him, I was thinking the same thing. So small world, great minds. What can I say? So, uh, Peter, in your honor, uh, here is uh, cut number uh, three forty. So, George, how do I beat this lie detector? I'm sorry, Jerry, I can't help you. Come on, you got the gift. You're the only one that can help me. Jerry, I can't. It's like saying to Pavarotti, teach me to sing like you. (laughs) All right, well, I got to go take this test. I can't believe I'm doing this. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. There you go. <laughs> so, for what it's worth, there you go. Now oh, we did a lot today. We had that. We had the uh, the blackface of Jimmy Kimmel. We had uh, Jesse Jackson praising Donald Trump. You never know what you're going to get uh, when you listen and watch. Uh, listen to and watch this hour. Okay, you're on. You're on the air. Try to try to speak as proper as you possibly can. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Now, talking about speaking properly. Oh, God. Mamala Kamala Harris. Yes, Mamala Kamala. She was um, at this uh, summit, this deal book summit, uh, and she was interviewed by uh, the moderator of the summit from uh, CNBC, Andrew Ross Sorkin, who just the other day, I did a Give Me a Minute and told you all about how annoying he is. Okay. Well, he's annoying, but not as annoying as the person he was interviewing it at this particular moment. And uh, that person, of course, was Kamala Harris uh, talking about TikTok. He's trying to get an answer out of her about TikTok. Now, we all know about TikTok. We all know the danger it poses. We all know what what has been found out about it. We all know who runs it. We all know what the information that they have is used for, in part, at least we're told. But this dingbat can't even give a serious 
presidential sounding answer that addresses the actual question because she's dumb because there's screws loose there's something wrong what can i say here is cut number 337 what should happen to tiktok well i'll step back for a moment and say that one of the things that should keep all of us up at night is the level of mis and disinformation that is um, rampant and and has been facilitated in a most um, extreme way by social media. There's no question about that. I was a member of the United States Senate um, when I was for four years. Uh, the, my favorite committee, I served on the Senate Intelligence Committee, where we would meet in a skiff in a bipartisan way. Uh, one of the reasons it was my favorite is because when we walked in there, People just took off, no cameras, no public. People took off their jackets, rolled up their sleeves, and we were just Americans, not Democrats or Republicans. When I was on that committee, we investigated Russia's interference in the 2016 election. And then we declassified our findings. And it's available for anyone here to read who's interested. Okay, so she never answered the question. So Sorkin tries again. Uh, eventually, here's cut 330, uh, 338. Russia interfered in the 2016 election, targeting specific groups of Americans with dis and misinformation, with an intention to undermine the American people's confidence in our institutions, including our electoral. That was with American owned social media. And platforms. that was 2016, which right. was a lifetime so, ago in technology. By the way, as an right. example of that, most of the method was by text, literally words and letters. So, but do you, do you believe that a Chinese and, and, do you believe and a Chinese owned um, social media platform, which virtually everybody in the country is now looking at on a daily basis, if not an hourly basis, needs to be regulated or, uh, in some states, as you know, they're, they're trying to ban it completely. I think we should take very seriously the fact that not only individuals, but nation states take very significant measures to undermine the democracy of the United States of America. And it is incumbent mm. on us with one of the highest, if not the most important priority being national security to take seriously any attempts to undermine our security as a nation. Period. You don't have a specific view on, on TikTok itself? I'm not or what, commenting on that. Are you on TikTok yourself? I am not. Do you, are you not like but a, voy- many of a the voyeur? People in my family are, I'll tell you that. And you tell them to get <laughs> off? You know, you can tell young people in your family all kinds of things to do. <laughs> um. <laughs> so she won't answer. She won't go there. She won't knock China. She won't knock TikTok. Why? Why? Is she incapable? Or is there another reason? She's incapable of almost any other answer to any other question. So I'll I'll stick with uh, incapable at this point. Folks, Jason Olborn is next. You know that. I'm Steve Malzberg. You probably know that. And God willing, I'll be back tomorrow, same time, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you know where you are, too. Right here on TNT Radio Vision.